Welcome back again, Saints. This is Christopher Carter, and you are listening to the Warrior Discipleship Podcast. This is uh, part two in our series titled God Kind, Angel Kind, Mankind, Episode 4. There's some particularly powerful revelation coming out of this particular episode. I really enjoyed doing it. I think it's going to help you a lot. So here we go. Now, I want you to think for a minute about these verses. And I want to share a little thought with you here. There is a repetitive reference in what I just read to the magnitude and and or the volume of trade or the trafficking of trade and it uses one translation uses the word commerce and this obviously from these references was in the hands of lucifer it was and this entire discussion this whole series is the warrior discipleship series the first part was War in the Heavenlies. And the second part of the series, which is what we're on now, is called God Kind, Angel Kind, Mankind. Those are the three kinds of beings the Bible talks about. It doesn't talk about any others. I know there's some people out there that have some ideas about some of that, but there's, there's just three kinds of beings. Okay, I'm not going to go down that other road. And these references here make reference to Lucifer and the, and the volume of his traffic. It describes beautiful gems and fire, which is a, a statement about the, the beauty and the splendor of this archangel that God had created who apparently was a conductor of of worship. I'm referencing other verses of Scripture, and a conductor also of commerce. So he was a conductor, like conduct like, like in an orchestra or a choir, and also to conduct like a copper wire in a circuit. And the, the prophet is trying to use words that we would understand to describe a revelation that was exploding inside of him. He was writing under the unction of the Holy Spirit so that we could come back later and read it. Now hold that thought for a minute. Jesus Christ, when he came, Of all the things that he said about evil and all the warnings that he gave about hell and staying out of there, what he said about money was that it was the root of all evil. Now, stop and think about why that is so. 
and take everything you've heard so far in this series of podcasts about fathering and how the spirit world works in in a in a creative fashion all things of course start with god the creator who who has no beginning and end or ending of days but with limits and according to his word god has given the mankind as an example power to create other mankind now that power ultimately comes from god i mean to this day we describe how a human being is conceived we know how they're conceived, but how does life get in there? How does sentience become sentience? What is it that obviously separates us from the other animals? Because there's this big separation there. And if you're using your faith and following me right now, you know what I'm talking about, which is why the church carries the banner of anti or pro-life in that it's precious and created of God, and to put your hand to it is a sin. Because outside of the copulation, man and the woman don't do anything else. The actual creation of a new life, a unique individual who has his own personality and his own his or her own way, will to choose... We don't know where that comes from. Well, it comes from God. And continue, in continuing that thought, this violation in the garden, this type of choice, this decision, these thoughts that were had in this being called Lucifer, called Satan, caused him to fall, and he... He could not overthrow God, and he was ca- he was defeated by Michael the archangel, and he was cast down to the earth, and he couldn't overthrow God, so he went after God's kids. Like, like any hateful, jealous bully would, who was narcissistic and selfish and self-serving. So there is a correlation. The point I'm making here is there is a correlation between the spirit world as we know it and the world in which we live or the universe in which we live. It's, all, it's almost like a collation as well as a correlation that f- because of the order of first things that Paul referenced, the spirit created all life, all matter in the known universe, but it's created after that pattern in the spirit, they are very, very much alike. And Satan became Satan when he began as he was conducting the worship and conducting something, he began to look at it and and have about how wonderful it was. And he began to forget that what he was conducting, like like electricity in a copper wire, was not did not originate from him. It originated from God. And his place was high, but he was not God. 
so this leads us to kind of some conclusions. You can know things about the spiritual world by observing two things, two, two realms. The word of God and its description about Lucifer that I just read, number one. And number two, observing the world around you in your lifetime, which includes reading history and observing the behavior of other members of humanity down through history. And when you do that, you begin to see an undeniable pattern. And of all the things that Jesus said, he said the love of money, the love of trafficking, this commerce, is the root of all evil. Why? Because it's like the father of it, who is the devil. I don't believe that the streets of gold and the emeralds and, and the onyx stones and all the beauty that I just read in those verses describes, that stuff is real. What we see in the physical universe was created from a pattern of that is in the, in the spiritual, eternal world where there is no gravity and there is no space-time. It's just always right now. Those things are not traded like we would trade them here. They're not a unit of measure. It's not wealth in that way. It's not wealth to be possessed. It's not wealth to be possessed and selfishly used and controlled. It is a type of wealth, but it's a, it's a wealth that exists to glorify the one who created it. There's beauty there. There's traffic there. But its purpose is completely different than what we think about here on earth. So then we can say there is this type of commerce that goes on in the kingdom, the eternal kingdom, spiritually speaking where you trade. You have something to give. But it's not money. The currency of the realm, as it were, is not money. You say, well, what is it? There's the relationships that we have in the kingdom, in the, in the spirit, are like the ones we see described in Christ's teachings and what he passed on to the disciples. The currency is my unconditional, God's unconditional love and the giving away of acts of service to one another motivated by an unconditional love. That is the currency of the realm. And that is how it is in the kingdom of heaven now. And that is how it will be for us in heaven for all eternity. You say, where does that come from? It comes from God himself. God is the bank. And the cool thing about it is you stay plugged into the bank 
you can draw on that account, your account, and you can give and give, love and give love, and you can give acts of service and give God acts of worship, and you can never, never overdraw the account. And it self-regulates because you're not trafficking to get, you're trafficking to give away out of a good and honest heart. That kind of thinking is beyond worldly people. And what happened to Lucifer, he was conducting this very thing I'm describing. And in a, in a mystery, in, in an original sin kind of way, he began to look at it and see it as something for himself. And at that moment, he gave birth to iniquity. And the moment that happened, God knew it. God knew it was coming. And the moment it happened, it exploded like a virus, I think, I believe, to reproduce all kinds of other perversions and iniquities. Keep in mind, there's no, there's no time, distance, and there's no, in the spiritual world, it was all in the eternal now. And the war began. God gave Michael authority and power to bind this creature who had done the very thing for which there is no, no forgiveness. And the, and the war was won by Michael. He prevailed. And Satan and a third of the angels were swept away because they were under his authority and his dominion according to, to, the, to the structure and the plan that God had, has the kingdom set up. And down to the earth he went. And because angels cannot create anything, which is one of the reasons why the whole Hollywood idea about You know, the whole Antichrist is confabulated to a large degree. I know what that, that's a road about es down eschatology, and I won't go down there very far, but I will tell you this. You don't have to wait for the Antichrist to see 666 at work in, the, in John's epistles. He even says that. So we'll, we'll cover that. I'll cover that in another podcast. My point to all of this is, what we see in the world today and in the pages of history is the offspring in the world created by the spirit realm and of the perversions we see in the world, we see a fallen angel, Satan, taking something that God created and perverting it into a bloody, murderous mess. The love of money in this world is what Satan did in heaven that, at that day, that moment. And the beauty and the glory and the, the, the currency of the realm he wanted for himself. And that currency and trade, that act of trading 
was perverted into a monster. Jesus said the love of this is the root of all evil. And it's why you see men love money because they're like their father. Wherein in the church when we teach about stewardship, what do you see? You see more, much, much more like what I'm describing that the currency of the realm in heaven is like. Jesus taught about the faithful stewards. He taught about the parable of the talents. What is the heart of heart and motive and intent of those faithful stewards and those, those ones who traded with, had five and traded with five more? He knew the expectations of the master. And he took the currency, he took the, the, the goods, and using the currency of the realm, which was faithfulness, to give away, to serve, and traded, and turned five into ten, and turned two into four. Whereas the person who wants to trade and keep for himself is more like his father, the devil. Is that not true? So you can do some great things with money in the earth, with wealth. Money can do great, great things in the earth if it's in the right hands. And you're going to see this pattern as you grow in your discipleship training over and over again where you're placed where two choices are placed in front of you and you have to choose one or the other, but you have to choose. You can't run from it. Growing up as a child of God is not an option. The Lord will bring you back down and sit you down in front of the choice until you learn the lesson. You take the test, you've got to pass it before he'll advance you to the next, the next lesson. Are you with me? Well, you've been listening to the Warrior Discipleship Podcast. This is Godkind, Angelkind, Mankind, Episode 4. I hope you've enjoyed it today. I am Christopher Carter. Episode 5 is up next. Hello, everybody. This is Christopher Carter. I would like to tell you about my latest book release entitled No God, No Self, No Others. That's no spelled K-N-O-W. This is a book of truisms or maxims that I began writing in the early 90s when I would be out on a prayer walk or during my times of personal devotion, and I was trying to solve a problem or to make a particular decision. For example, to face challenges in life is human. It's how we deal with them that makes us who we are. Or, youth always expires and wisdom never expires. It's a great devotional book. The chapters are very short. You can open up pretty much anywhere and just read the maxim and then read the commentary. I believe it will help you in your devotional. It's available in Kindle, paperback, and hardcover on Amazon.com. You can find out more at my website at www.ChristopherLynnCarter.com.